Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, what's up? I'm Erica Cruz Guevara, the host of The Bay. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts with an S. From KQED. Hey, everybody. It is Devin Katayama, your host for The Bay. And welcome back to the show. I hope you've been having an all right summer. I know that we had a nice little break from the news, but... Erica Allen and I are excited to be here and ready to make new episodes of The Bay. Local news to keep you rooted. One thing that I've really been missing during this pandemic is eating inside at restaurants. I still don't feel entirely comfortable doing it, especially with an 11-month-old. And lots of people working at restaurants don't feel entirely comfortable either. Now with COVID cases going back up and the Delta variant spreading, some bars and restaurants will only let people dine inside if they can show proof of vaccination. Our team has has been very strong. Our customers have been loyal and we need to repay with, you know, giving them this, the comfort of being able to walk in and have a meal and knowing that we're doing our part. Today, why one San Francisco business believes requiring vaccines is the best path through the pandemic. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. Okay. We're now on Market Street. People looking good. They got their masks, some of them. It's a real big mix. <laughs> We're heading to Santeria, just a couple stores down, I'm thinking. We got a barber shop, we got a mail access store, Pete's Coffee. It is popping. This is a popping area for sure. Okay, craft cocktails, Santeria. Here we are. Let's go check it out. Hey. My name is Eduardo Sandoval, and I own Santeria Margarita Bar here in San Francisco. My name is Eva Lee. Um, I'm Eduardo's partner, and I help with the overall project, anything in from the front of the house to the back of the house. Okay, well, let's start actually just by telling us a little bit about this establishment? Like when did you open and what kind of place is this? So Santeria is a proper margarita bar in town. So 
100% uh, an agave program from mezcal and and tequila and sotol only. All of our co- the cocktails are made with uh, uh, the spirit. Uh, we opened officially in around mid-January, mid-January of, uh, this year? of this year. Oh, wow. So I think we were the only uh, Mexican restaurant, surely, that opened <laughs> right in the middle of the pandemic. It was uh, a big risk. Uh, yeah. what, what was that like opening during the pandemic? It's just uh, very scary, to yeah. be honest with you. Very scary. We put everything we had on the table and we just kind of hope for the best. I think COVID didn't feel real until a couple of our, our t- members of our team had to be absent because they had COVID. I think that's when we really, it really hit us. That happened before we even opened our doors. So it was something that we've ex- we experienced firsthand and we wanted to prepare for it when we do open our doors. And we, of course, t- took everything so seriously, you know, checking temperature, checking all of these things. And even though it was outside seating only when we first started, you know, we wanted to make sure that everyone, everyone that came here felt safe, felt like they can eat felt like they can enjoy our food and not worry about oh whether this is clean or not so um, we learned that because we had to take care of our staff first a lot of uncertainty uh, in the air at that time we had no no clue when this this situation will get under control so uncertainty in the air uh, surely I recall standing in line at uh, restaurant depot trying to get masked I would find enough for the week but then once I made it to the front they'd say oh you can only buy one one box so I have to go every day and get one box you know just mm-hmm. to make it through the week and Jeez. so a lot of shortage of all those uh, essential uh, items A lot has changed since Santeria first opened in January. There was the rollout of vaccines, then California's grand reopening in June, and now the latest increase in COVID cases fueled by the much more contagious Delta variant. That surge prompted Eduardo, Eva, and staff at Santeria to make a decision that not many other businesses were yet deciding to do, requiring customers to show proof of vaccination. They started these conversations internally on July 19th. It started with, you know, us hearing about this new wave of COVID coming up, the Delta variant, and we were hearing about it on the news. It was in everyone's uh, mouths. Everyone was talking, the staff, and and we were getting busier at that time. Our business was starting to take off, really, because we've been in business for such a short period of time. But collectively, Eva and I, along with our manager, uh, Brianna, she's not present at this moment, but uh, we talked about it and we we decided to just not risk it for anyone. So how, how exactly is it going to work? What, what are you asking people to do? Our patrons who come, they get greeted at the door. Of course, we ask them to wear a mask uh, for the safety of our staff. And then we proceed to ask them for a, the proof of vaccination and also a an ID to make sure that it's the person. And we also advise that if they do not have proof of vaccination, they go to the um, California.gov. They have a link there. It's very simple. I've done it myself. It's like two minutes, literally, to just send your information and they text you with like a copy of a QR code of your vaccination proof. So we've been 
informing our patrons about that too and and it's it's been pretty easy they've given us like an easy time so we're very yeah. lucky yeah you know, I'm curious um, because there's so many different layers and, and nuance to eating out you know you can be outside you can be inside there's different policies at different levels but are, what are the nuances here like can people eat outside in, so in the event of uh, a member of the group uh, the party that's coming in to dine uh, there's someone that doesn't have the vaccine or for some reason can't find their uh, proof of uh, vaccination we kindly offer them you know our patio is, is is very spacious and we have our heaters out there we offer them uh to sit out there and uh, usually that has been the case if if there's one member in, in the party they just decide to sit outside and it's not an issue yeah. was this a hard decision for you to make i think out of the group that was discussing it i myself was the only one that was wondering you know just brought up the possibility that you know <laughs> that you know, if we ask for vaccine and uh, uh, for the card and they don't have it at hand uh, especially on our Friday nights our Saturday nights where people are just want to go out have a drink and they don't want to be worried about you know getting online trying to get proof or uh, I thought that maybe it would drive some business away uh, but at the end of the day it, uh, people were very very pleased to hear see us ask for it i had a couple of customers that just came and talked to me personally uh and just said thank you you know yeah. thank you for implementing this rule it uh, makes us feel safe yeah. our neighbors just next door uh came came over and asked about why we were doing it and asking the reaction of our uh, customers and we said they they really respect it and they love it it's not what you would think is not driving any business away were staff at all worried about having to enforce this at the beginning? You know, a couple of members of the staff showed concern about, you know, the extra work that would go about, you know, uh, having to sometimes show the customer how to get their proof of vaccine online. So we had to train them. So it was a little extra work, but nothing, nothing major. I think everyone was excited and happy to know that that they were also going to be kept safe because they would felt nervous also there was a lot of talk about the new wave you know coming in and and they were asking hey how are we going to deal with this can we still see people at the bar and there was a little concern and and that's how one of the main reasons why we decided to address it this way do you think being in castro and being in san francisco has been really beneficial to making this decision how important is that community that's here when you think about it? we felt a lot of support from the city um, i'm personally very pleased on the way the city has handled this situation you know our you know i might half my family lives in in texas and and the way they handle things there <laughs> it wasn't the, you know the best but um in terms of support in terms of how we've handled the the pandemic, I feel like we're right up there. I wish that more cities, more counties would have done what San Francisco County did. Uh, in that sense, no complaints. Are either of you hopeful that more businesses will start, you know, going above and beyond the recommendations from like the CDC or the city in some cases, like the two businesses on either side of you have done? I think that um, many businesses act based on other businesses' lead. 
um, and I hope that this this the decisions that we're making is like a ripple effect where it it reaches out to other businesses and they understand that seeing us even having like a lot of customers in here and asking them for proof of vaccine it doesn't you know slow down business or it doesn't like turn people off it just makes people feel safer you know opening this business to me was such an important thing it was uh, a a flag of hope have family and friends that have lost their business, they have beyond business, they have experienced loss in in much more, you know, terrible ways. And I think that it's not a good time to relax. I think everyone should be doing it. I feel like every time we relax a little, we lose something. So I, in terms of this business, we've suffered through so much. If we all stick together through this last, you know, stretch, we we can really beat this soon, you know, and then we can be free again and live life the way we used to. Thank you both for speaking with us. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks to Eduardo Sandoval and Eva Lee from Santeria Margarita Bar in San Francisco. This episode was produced by Erica Cruz Guevara and our editor, Alan Montesilio. Again, welcome back from our summer break. And if you're new to the show, subscribe to The Bay wherever you're listening and leave us a rating and review if you can. The Bay is a production of KQED Public Media in San Francisco. I'm Devin Kadiyama. That's it from us to you. Talk to you later. I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Randa Adirfatah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.